Well, I mean, that makes sense. It's just like, guy, girl gets undressed, girl and guy start kissing. She makes reference to, are you looking at me or looking at the clock? Anyway, pizza guy and blonde girl start making out. That's basically what it is. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. again and welcome to pretty much screwheads talk horror movies i'm screwhead dan and i'm screwhead andrew and we are here once again to dissect dismember and discuss a horror movie today's episode is going to be alien versus predator requiem because when this episode goes up it is going to be alien day that is right 424 26 um 26 really yeah i said 424 last time but it's lv426 uh, and then you messed me up okay yeah, well look that, at that's my fault now, now now my cred has been completely ruined. You yeah. know, thanks, thanks for calling me out on that shit, Andrew. I, I just had to. No, it's, you're right. It's important. It's important. I That's actually a good thing. segue, because Andrew, this was your suggestion in terms of the movie to do, and we were just, you were just like, yeah, we have to record something by 426, and I'm like, okay, good. And I have seen the first four Alien movies. I remember seeing Alien vs. Predator, the original one. I don't remember much about it, but I have never seen Requiem. And oh, really? Same for the for the Predator, I saw. Predators 1 and 2, Predators, and then The Predator, which we did an episode on a while ago. Mm-hmm. But you are the Alien and Predator super fan of the group. I am more into stuff like The Thing, The Shining, that sort of thing, where I guess you're more into the campy horror um, as mm-hmm. we kind of delve into that. So, Andrew, I don't know. Let talk, why don't we start by telling how big of an Alien fans, Predator super fan you are? Oh, God, I don't even know how to, how to, how to quantify that. Um <laughs> I'm a bit obsessed, um, as, as you know, just mentioned. Uh, I, I own, like, hundreds of dollars worth of books of the Alien and Predator books. Uh, I've seen bunch it. Of things. Impressive. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's a little bit depressing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's just been a big part of my life since, like, third grade. Um, and I've never kind of quite dropped it. I, I, I feel like every summer I have, like, an Alien and Predator renaissance where I try to go through and get interested in it. Uh, and AVPR is actually one of the films. I think when we recorded The Predator... I mentioned it as like that movie that I keep trying to go back and watch and like disliking and be like, Oh, it's been a long time. Let me watch it again. And like not mm-hmm. liking it. Um, and I think this time let's watch it. I'll be a little bit different, but uh, yeah, no, I, I was, I saw this movie in theaters on, I think Christmas Eve. It came out. I went and saw it at midnight premiere with my buddy. Um, and like, that, that was a good time. I, I haven't really watched it much since then. Um, but I don't remember sitting in theaters watching this on Christmas Eve for some fucking reason. They decided to release it on Christmas Eve. I've... Yeah, and I remember when this movie first came out. Like, Alien vs. Predator came out. It was massively hyped. And then people... The perception from the average moviegoer for the original Alien vs. Predator was just like, it was yeah, it was alright. It could have been a lot better. There was some really, really stupid stuff. I wish it didn't focus on the humans as much, and I wish there was more Alien vs. Predator action, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so then they made it again with Alien vs. Predator Requiem, which, until The Predator came out, was probably regarded as the absolute worst film in both movies' franchises. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it actually and... was funny. Sorry? Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I, I did a little, you know, on our on our Instagram, I posted a little thing. I was like, yeah, what do you guys look better, Alien vs. Predator or Alien vs. Predator 2? And everyone said they liked Alien vs. Predator better. I was, I was, I did too. That's what I always kind of thought, because I always kind of liked... I, you know, I, I hate Paul Dewey Sanderson as a director, but I kind of saw where he's going with it. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to lie. I just watched through. I kind of was like, maybe this is better. And know. this is what I'm really curious about, because, like, we were talking before we started recording is, you know, you are the Alien and Predator super fan. You're going to get all the references. You're going to understand what they're going for. Where me, more casual, you know, I've seen the movies maybe once or twice, and that's it. I, I haven't read the Omnibus or anything like that a lot of it will probably fly over my head. So I'm curious to see how much was it put in there for the fans and then how much of it was just on there. Um, I will say it is a 12% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 30 audience score, which, um, for for example, uh, another, you know, well, this was not directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, but the Resident Evil Extinction (laughs) was 24% and 58 audience score. Yo, what? This has a worse score than Resident Evil Extinction. Extinction was fucking shit. (laughs) That was the one with Las Vegas and everything like that. That one's so bad. Really? I'm actually, that that actually flabbergasted me. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Like, this movie isn't great. 
but I think it does some things right enough, while I think Extinction does fucking nothing right. <laughs> yes. So my uh, cat's just like, are you guys talking Alien versus Predator or Requiem? Are you talking shit about Resident Evil? Well, I can't believe that either. Yeah, talk yes, about yes, yeah. that. That's actually like that's actually a really low score. See, like, and that's like I, I will say like so in the uh, you know I follow a few podcasts on Alien vs Predator. There's actually a great one if anybody is interested. Alien vs Predator Galaxy is amazing, um, but among them and like other one other alien podcasts and just like the general community i think avpr is is considered one of the worst films like i know you and i were talking between going between this and resurrection as the worst film in the alien entry mm-hmm. so far um and i'm actually surprised that a lot of the like there's a lot of like diehard haters on this film and like for a while i thought it kind of felt the same but after watching it i kind of feel like it deserves a bit more merit than it's given um mm-hmm. i don't know i I, yeah. I don't i don't like writing off something completely i like i like to kind of see the other sides of it Yeah, definitely. I mean, to me, like, the absolute worst thing a horror movie could be is just boring. Like, Alien Resurrection, it was dumb. Don't get me wrong. And there was some real stupid story decisions, real stupid moments in there. At the points, you know, the old meme going around were just like, Alien 1 is straight horror, Aliens is um, action, and then Alien Resurrection is comedy because it's such a dumb movie. But even then, like, you had the basketball throwing scene. (laughs) You had a lot of cool moments in Alien vs. Resurrection at the very, very least. Mm -hmm. It was entertaining to watch. It was dumb, but it was entertaining to watch. This one, I I, I feel like a lot of people watched it and they were just bored, Mm. honestly. Like, I I think my perception of it as a non-alien slash predator super fan, I'm a fan, but I'm not a super fan, is... That it was a movie where just lots of things happened. I didn't care about any of the characters. I cared a little bit about the alien versus predator fights. And some of the gore was pretty cool. But other than that, there really wasn't much to stand out for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, guess, I suppose we can get this out of the way first. One of the reasons why the score was so negative when it was first released was the cinematography. Specifically, <laughs> what exactly, Andrew? How dark it was. How dark it was, yes. So apparently the director of photography, Daniel Pearl, said he wanted to differentiate it from the original AVP because that one was criticized for being so bright, showing too much. Mm. Um, There was so many fixed camera angles, static shots, that sort of thing. So he decided to go way in the opposite direction and completely muddled it up. So the original release was unbearably dark. Like, it was extremely hard to see what was going on. I I literally just watched this earlier today on my computer through VLC Media Player, and I physically had to go in and adjust the brightness to turn it up. (laughs) Uh, Side note, too, I'm looking at the IMDb page right now, and it's on one of the user lists that says, fuck these movies. (laughs) (laughs) Along with the Scorpion King 4, Star Wars Episode 1, Twilight... Uh, the Mummy Three, Pearl Harbor. You know, I actually understand some of those. I understand some of those. Yeah, I Almighty Thor. Almighty Thor. After Earth. Yeah, Almighty Thor apparently was a uh, TV movie in 2011. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Weird. Yeah. The Far Cry movie by Evie Ball. Oh God. Like that. That's anyway, every movie he makes it should probably be on yes. that list. Just him as a person anyway. should be on that list. Yeah, so we're going to get that out of the way. This movie is dark. It was very, very hard to know what was going on. But one of the things you said to me was when it got released on Disney Plus, I believe it was. That that was Are just like rumor, again, on the weird AVP forums that I follow. They were saying that um, since outside of the U.S., because um, so currently I think HBO still has the license to the streaming uh, rights of um, uh, Elmer's Predator and Elmer's Predator Res- uh, Requiem. But I think in other countries where it's not the case... Um, it's part of the Disney plus streaming kind of adult service. They have the adult section called star. And there is rumor that the version on there is slightly easier to see. Um, mm. Again, one of our, uh, one of our friends kind of tried to help us see if that was true. They said they didn't have it on their account on Disney plus. Um, but I will say, I don't know how you watched it. I watched a, a while ago. I bought this, the, an extended edition um, through, I think voodoo or something. And that's how I watched it. Mm-hmm. And it was actually not that bad. Okay. I was I didn't yeah, know the, what was going on with that. It was actually a lot lighter than I remember it being. But I was in like a dark room. I made sure to make it dark as fuck. Um, mm-hmm. But I could have been like I was also you know using like a, a backlit um, iPad to watch it on, which probably also improved the uh, hue and saturation stuff. Yeah, I used uh, one of the lesser of my three monitors to watch this movie. Whoa! So. You didn't give it the best. I know. You didn't give it the best monitor possible. 
no, no, I'm sorry. I have three monitors right now. I, you know, just like to flex that in there every chance I can get because I am very, very vain. Um, but yeah, I use this on my rightmost monitor, which is a cheapo $100 one I bought instead yeah. of my more expensive uh, 4K one in the middle. Although, what's, uh, I don't remember what the aspect ratio or the uh, resolution of the one copy I had was. Yeah. But anyway. Well, Dan, 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 you want to dive into the movie? Well, yeah, go ahead. I need you to complete your flex. What's the third monitor? Oh, the third monitor is another cheapo $100 one. Oh, okay. I have that one vertically, just using that for like Reddit or uh, whatever I have on the left. Usually what it is, is I have whatever I'm doing at the time, my main focus in the middle monitor, a video on the right, because I like to multitask and watch videos in the background, and then Reddit on the left. And then that's how it works. Or my, you know, text messages and that sort of thing. Look at that millennial Maybe attention Discord. span. I know, I do. I, I really, really do. It's a big problem. <laughs> when I uh, travel for work and I only have one tiny 15-inch laptop, I'm just like, I, I don't understand how people live like this. Oh, man, those plebs. Those plebs. I know. You know, it, it's a three-monitor game. It really makes you a better person. Oh, fuck. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, I am a douche. I'm sorry, He's such a douche. Such a douche. You don't... <laughs> All, all that flexing. He's going to get a fourth monitor someday. He's going to just be behind you. You're not going to look at no, it. No, I'm sorry. My girlfriend will not let me get a fourth monitor. She's just like, no, I'm going to stop you there. And I'm just like, all right. What would you do with a fourth monitor? Like, where would it even go? I don't know. Above you? I guess above, yeah. It would be above my main monitor. That would be the most ideal. Hmm. What would you do? Like, okay. you, I guess you could like the weather up there. Or I guess you could have TV up there and then <sighs> do all your products below, all your items. <sighs> I don't, I, yeah, I, I guess it would be some sort of static screen that, like, shows my text messages, my, the weather, the time, that sort of thing. Because hmm. I can't think of any, you know, process. I don't really need that much multitasking for my job, maybe, so. Maybe you could just dedicate that one exclusively to, like, Newegg and it'll just watch sales on other monitors you could buy. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. Just expand your yes, empire. And it'll, yeah, and it'll, 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 it'll come in one day, and then it'll be, like, Tetsuo the Iron Man, we're just, like... You know, there's a whole bunch of monitors all over, blanketing every single wall of my room, and anyone who comes on in just looks, screams, and then runs away. See, I just expect one day to come visit your apartment, and you have, like, the architect's room from The Matrix Reloaded, where it's just all the monitors <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> you know, but I gotta dedicate this to watching people. Yep. That's great. how it goes. Oh, I could get into the stalking business. There you go. Well, actually, Dan, better Damn. yet, better yet, better yet. Here we go, here we go. Okay. Get eight monitors... Then you can watch every alien movie at once. <laughs> every movie to feature an alien at once. That could work. There you that go. Absolutely could work. It's a great, great idea. Right, cool. right. So you want to dive into AVPR? Yeah, yeah. All right. Awesome. Um, so should we do like a, a quick review of what happened in AVP? Because it kind of picks right up after. We don't have to pick. We don't have to say. But you know, uh, you know. Yeah, everybody... Let's give a you know in five sentences or less. All right. Uh, AVP. People go to an uh, pyramid in Antarctica. It turns out it's a hunting ground for predators to get blooded and become men by killing aliens. Ends with them blowing up the pyramid. Uh, man, female, and a predator escape. Uh, during that time, the predator gets face-hugged. Uh, so he has an alien plant inside him. Um, movie ends with them killing the queen, and the predator's bros come down and pick him up, his dead body, and bring him back into space. And at the very end, like the kind of stinger at the end, is a chestburster, a predalien chestburster, or I think they call it the, the abomination in this movie, uh, bursts out of his chest and, like, goes and that's mm -hmm. that's the end of the first movie yep um, great yeah yep. so that's our sequel hook so this movie picks up the same place uh picks up with a bursting out um basically that that ship that left with a predator on it uh is booking it i guess back to predator land um and like a little kind of mini ship breaks off and heads back towards earth for some fucking reason probably to go kill lex they realize it's a bad idea leaving that woman alive out in antarctica um and while they, that ship is on its way back assumingly towards earth uh the Predalien, or the alien that burst out of the Predator, uh, molts and matures and basically goes on like a killing spree, um, causing the Predator ship to crash on Earth in the small town of Gun something in... It was in Colorado somewhere, yeah. that's all I remember. Gun, uh -huh. gun, gun Place, Colorado. Gunnison? Uh -huh. Yeah, they mentioned... They mentioned Colorado Springs, but I don't think it's set there. I think it was just like, we need to call in Colorado Springs or something like that. Oh, Gunnison County. There we go. It says Gunnison County. I took a note on that. Okay. Um, so it, yeah. it crashes down there. Um, and that's kind of what starts off the film. So, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, again, like, like, I think this movie actually starts off pretty strong. Like, I thought that, like, the scenes on the Predator ship were pretty cool. Like, I thought it was kind of cool to see. Like, I thought, like, the effects there looked nice. I think Studio ADI may have done the work on this. Um, mm -hmm. I thought the Predators looked cool. They all, they all had different masks. Like, I thought the, the kind of initial Predalien and, like, the little, the, all the different tubes holding the, the face huggers looked pretty sick. 
Um, mm-hmm. and I think the thing only this movie does a lot. Uh, there, there are a lot. There's a lot of puppetry um, in the aliens, but there's also the facehuggers and the chestbursters for some reason. I think they're like they're all fucking CG. <laughs> is what it looks like. <laughs> and sometimes I think in this scene it looks really good. Later it does not. Um, but I thought that was pretty good. And I thought like the uh, mm-hmm. seeing the predator's trophy wall and him kind of like cleaning off the alien skull was kind of pretty cool. Yeah, because I remember researching a little bit about the directors. They're, they call themselves the Strauss Brothers. It's Greg and Callan Strauss. And they've only done two major features um, in terms of directors. And that is this movie right here, Alien vs. Predator Requiem. And then the Alien movie, Skyline. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. Wait, aren't there like three of those now? Uh, there are two? I think... I think. Yes, yeah, there, there are three. There's Skylines. Ooh. Yeah, there's three of them now. Oh, God, I didn't even know about the third one. I think it just came out. Ah. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, yeah. so last year. Um, yeah, but they got their start, basically, and made their little niche in L.A. by doing special effects work. Oh, okay, that makes so sense. So that's, yeah, it makes a lot of sense for this movie in terms of why it is the way they are. And again, the special effects uh, aren't too bad in this movie. You just, you know, and then this is a criticism we're going to say a lot is, we just can't fucking see them. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that that mm-hmm. that's an unfortunate thing. But I will say, like, yeah. I think the predators look a lot better. Like, I don't know if you know, like, in the first Alien vs Predator movie, um, apparently they want to make them look more human and more heroic, so they made them look really fucking beefy and like stout. And this movie really slims them down, kind of like they were in the first movie, and like uh, and kind of get what you see in the Predator. Uh, they're, they're a lot more like, I don't know, not fucking ridiculous looking. Like that, <laughs> that was like part of what people complained about in, in the first one. It's like, wow, these predators are like thick and like tiny. They're not like tiny. They're, just, like, they're so thick that they're forced to get a whack. But this kind of brings them back down to this kind of slim down hunter look, which I thought was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So Dan, what happens after the predator crashes? And the alien so the escapes? predator crashes and a dad is taking his son out for a little bit of a hunting trip. And of course, he kind of, you know, finds the ship, finds the predator and the predator quickly makes short work of the dad and later the kid as well. And he cuts off uh, the dad's head at some point. And the nice thing about this is, well, not so really the nice thing about this, but one of the other things, too, apparently the original AVP was criticized for lack of gore, uh, and this one makes up for it in spades. Mm. Like, pretty much no one is off limits. Kids die, pregnant ladies die, yeah, pregnant right? people die. Yeah, it's, it's you know, there, there's absolutely no disdain for the human race. Mm-hmm. And, and, and not 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 to uh, not to nitpick you, but it wasn't alien that killed them. It was it was the face oh, yeah, the face right. got him. But actually, that's right. I think there was one really cool scene is like the face jump on the dad and he fucking shoots it and you're like oh look at that mm-hmm. he shot it. But then like you're like oh wait acid and his arm just fucking sloths <laughs> off. His arm just like burns it sloths off. And you're like oh shit. Like I feel mm-hmm. like we see that we we see the acid in a lot of movies like and like they're like oh look at the acid and, like it just could kind of burn and like fall down. But like in the first movie, the alien's acid ate through like eight levels of a hole. So it makes sense that this guy's arm just like fucking like. Is gone. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, thought, yeah. I thought it was great. No, and I, and I agree too. I think that the fact that they killed the, the boy and the, and the dad right off the bat are fucking great. Um, but yeah, no, I think that was a great scene. Um, I think the next scene after that's really cool because then we hop back to the Predator homeworld. Um, and this is something that, like, as the fanboy, you know, I was fucking pumped for. It's like, oh my god, Yautja Prime or whatever. Like, you know, we don't know what it's called. We make up names. Um, <laughs> but like the <laughs> Alien homeworld, I was like, this is or the Predator homeworld. Like, this is fucking sick. Uh, and it's, you see it for, like all of five seconds. But you see this kind of Predator, and he like gets this little like notification because one of the Predators kind of taps his gauntlet. I mean, he's starting to get the bomb, but he's actually sending like a help signal essentially. And this Predator on Predator homeworld is like sitting there, gets a message, and he's like, all right, let's fucking go, and just like suits up. Um, and, like, I thought the scene was great. I thought it was really cool. I thought that the plant, the Predator plant looked really sick. I didn't really quite like that there were, like, rivers of lava, it looked like, but it looked more industrial than that. Um, but I thought, like, they kind of kept some kind of like Aztec-looking designs, kind of, like, geometric shapes. And there's a pyramid in the way background, which I think was kind of a nice tie back into AVP1, where the Predators are responsible for pyramids. Mm-hmm. So, like, again, I think that part was cool. I thought it was cool to see the Predator homeworld as briefly as it was. Um, and it was really cool, too, because he went and picked up one. He had all these different masks, and he chose one mask to put on. Um, which I thought again mm-hmm. was pretty sick. Um, and the design, yeah. the design, I thought again with the predator slimmer, he had like a broken tusk, so you know he's got some like baggage in the past. And it's also broken tusk is also a reference to one of the predators in the original AVP comic. His that was his name, broken tusk, because he's missing a tusk. So yeah, and then honestly too, like that is kind of like encapsulating what exactly this movie is. But there's a lot of little stuff where I was just like, oh hey, Predator Homeworld. I don't think we've seen that yet. That's pretty cool. And then you're just fanboying out and picking up on all the small details here and there. Um, so yeah, that's a kind of a curious difference between us two that I'm curious to see more of your thoughts on. But anyway, uh, so we see the Predator homeworld. What happens after that? 
Well, after that, I think we go and we meet our, uh, you know, our great, our great characters of this movie. Um, you know, our, our characters that are so great and matter so much. <laughs> um, um, so we end up, I think, meeting our first character, uh, who is I named know, Dallas. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's fucking, there's, uh, so, Dallas, yes. So, and the only reason I know that is because I'm looking at his IMD page right now. Uh, see, the only reason I know that is because uh-huh. it's the name of one of the characters in the first Alien movie. And that's uh, and so like yeah. it's the cheapest level of homage where they're just like oh we named this character like the same as the other character and you're like fuck you guys just get, <laughs> you get it you get it you get it that, it's like literally that's the reason I remember it is because they did that and it's like wow that was fucking stupid um, so <laughs> meet Dallas he's one of our main characters there's a bunch of them in this movie for some fucking reason um, uh, he's not really notable he has apparently just got back from uh, prison he goes he uh, gets picked up by the sheriff of the town and they head back and that's all we get and we meet then his brother um, Dallas's brother who is named ricky i learned for the first time ever um and he works at a pizza place and he doesn't want to wear his hat and he doesn't want to deliver to this house and he seems like the fucking worst employee on earth but i think we're supposed to sympathize with him for some reason so 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 can i just say that this movie introduces so many fucking characters i remember at some point it was like 30 minutes in and they're still introducing <laughs> new characters and i'm just like i don't care about any of these people fucking why right. the fuck are you introducing more and like it, it, there is no cohesion towards it like you know we get a little bit of a subplot later on where ricky is bullied by the hot girl's boyfriend and then the hot girl breaks up with her boyfriend and then you know blah 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 blah, blah all of that but it's just like it just seems like so much padding no it, it is. really really does uh-huh it's literally just introducing characters so they can die which like i kind of go back and forth on because like i think to a degree i'm like yeah like i do just want to see a predator movie but like yeah like but you know and i understand that the studio needs a human connection so they're kind of give us who these humans are so they can die because a lot of them do die they spend a lot of time with these humans mm-hmm. who do die uh which is kind of great um yeah again there's there's plenty of glory gore in this movie a lot of people die but it's just like there's so many characters that keep getting introduced over and over and over and over again no i think that's a huge problem like, we, keep, we keep checking the characters all the fucking time like there's one scene where the, right, we'll, we'll get to it later but there's one scene like a little girl is present and at one point it literally cuts to her grabbing goggles and then it cuts away <laughs> i was like what? Like, what the fuck? Like, I knew what scene was coming in the future, so I thought that was that scene. Like, no, this is just a random pan away. Um, but speaking of uh, a Ricky and these these jerk guys, so Ricky goes to a house to deliver pizza, and there's because like, I think this scene's just fucking stupid as hell. Um, goes to a house, doesn't want to go there because it's his, I guess, exes or this girl he fucking likes. I don't really fucking know. Yes, it's his exes, and then also her boyfriend is an absolute dick. Her words, not mine. Um, and. He just knows that he's gonna get shit on if he goes there. Mm-hmm. Well, I, he, I love he goes in and like the the line where the guy's like, because like, oh hey man, cute outfit, and he's like, oh yeah, I guess I know who are the sausage lovers, and like the fucking writing, like, like, do, do you make fun of like, hey man, you have a fucking job, like you're in high school and have a job. I'm like, <laughs> like, why would you make fun of somebody for that? Like, like what what is what is the joke here? Like, yeah, I'm self sustaining. You are probably a fucking rich out. Like, it looks like that you're like guys are rich living in this giant house. Like. And they're all high schoolers, right? It's they're, they're totally they're totally definitely of high school age. They definitely don't look like they're like mid mid twenties, early thirties. Like they're they're definitely high school mm-hmm. age. It's def, they're they're, yeah. they're they're all in high school. But then his his, his comeback like that the sausage lovers like, well, first off, Dan, question: Do you like sausage lovers pizza? I mean, it's not my favorite pizza topping, but I would not turn it down. No fucking right. Like it's one of the things mm-hmm. I think I never I, think, I never think to get, but I feel like it's pretty fucking good. So, like, first off, shame on you, Ricky, for saying that shit. But also, like, bro, like, like, I think he's trying to make a dick joke, but let's be honest. Oh, yeah, he is. No, it's a, it's a thinly veiled homophobic joke. But, uh-huh. like, but, like, all sausage that comes on pizza is, like, ground beef sausage. So, like, it doesn't even make sense. Yes. Like, let's, I'm just saying your joke doesn't make sense. You're an idiot. Um, but then after yes. that, we get that stupid fucking interaction. Well, hang on. I want to I pause on this pizza again. So, the scene where they come on in and he delivers, he delivers four pizzas at this point. And... The, the the total once again is well, not once again but the total is I wrote this down fifty three fifty for four pizzas and not only that there's only four people in this room so you're telling me that these four people are going to need an entire pizza all together like they're each going to have their own individual large pizza well clearly you're a fool because even though we don't see them later we see them right now later on we do see th- three more women oh or, shit or two more women two more women. So four pizzas for six people. Yeah, that sounds that sounds a little bit more manageable. Yeah, yeah, rude, rude. <laughs> no, I'm blaming the director for this one because I'm looking at the scene right now. There are clearly only four people in this room where he gets insulted at this moment. Where did these other two people show up from? Like, are they just like, "Hey, pizza," and then they snuck in the back door? They're peeing together. Were they both in the bathroom at the same yeah, time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're peeing together. It's great. 
That's or right. Maybe they're they're off screen and they're like laughing. They're like behind them, like ha ha ha, fucking stupid costume. Um, For having a job. But right, like you have a job. <laughs> fuck you. I, I just know like again the, the writing in this movie is fucking terrible. I'm very surprised you picked up on that. You were just like in this one specific scene. Fuck you. There's not four people. There's six people. <laughs> That's how dedicated you are. <laughs> no, it, I only noticed this for this last watch through. I was like, "Where the fuck do these girls come from?" Because they just show up, <laughs> like, they just appear, and like, um, because like, so like, they go into the after like he goes by in this weird like homophobic insults kind of thrown. Um, they go into the the room or the room for her to pay, and she and he's like, "Yeah, you're, you're, he's like your boyfriend's a dick." She's like, "I fucking know. I'm gonna fire him soon," and like. She says that line like three times in this fucking movie. She's like, I'm going to fire him. Yes. He's fired. And I and I thought it was too because they were kind of trying to go back and forth because Pizza Guy is threatened to be fired as well. Oh. In the very, very first scene where he's introduced. So I think it was just kind of like, haha, you're about to be fired. I'm going to fire my boyfriend, that sort of thing. And it wasn't that the girl, Jesse, was trying to do that. It was more of the writer just trying to get up. It's like poetry. It rhymes. If that was just the like case. The, wow. Um, <laughs> just I'm just saying that if, if that was the case, wow. Uh, but I I don't know. I thought their chemistry was weird. I thought she was weird. I don't know. Yes, yes. Like she's like I'm gonna break my boyfriend, but he's here and we're eating pizza and stuff together, and it's you know it's cool. Um, but then after that, what happens when he, when he goes outside? Because I thought the scene was fucking hilarious. So he goes outside. Bully comes on out. I forget what he says, but he basically just beats the crap out of him and then tosses his keys down the sewer. Dude, he just like fucking like body slams him out of fucking nowhere like into the into the like like literally like you hear him like running like so the like, have just fucking sprinted out the door slammed into this kid punched him kicked him in the stomach like fucking mauled this kid and then like threw his keys in the sewer like it was brutal it was like ooh. Mm-hmm. it's kind of like writers you know figuring out okay so we gotta figure out what bullying looks like sure let's try this it's just it, again it's adults in hollywood trying to figure out how high school or culture works true but then like the, the girls yeah. this is where the other two girls appear and they're just like stop it <laughs> like don't do that you're a jerk why why are you doing that but then like after he beats the shit out of him he's like two like henchmen bros run up to him they're like yeah what what we're wearing oversized clothes we look younger what what it's <laughs> it's oh it's that that scene uh, but yeah so his, his keys are gone and he's gone um and then let's see because not very really much happens after that um oh wait yeah um, there's a scene i go ahead no there you go you go no there's a scene later on i'm just keeping it in there uh yeah the kid dies off mm-hmm. he gets killed off the, the the kid who was hunting with his dad earlier in the movie we kind of come back to that um we introduced to army chick oh yeah army chick that comes back i yeah that, that, that's all that's all i got oh actually what a thing to know about army chick i don't know much about her uh but her husband she is... flies the helicopter right yeah she does so she's uh-huh. she's she's a lifer. That's her contribution. Uh, mm-hmm. But she also is married to Sam from. Uh, I care the actor's name is also Sam. I don't know who he was. Who the fuck he was in this movie. He's just the father. Uh, but he is Sam from True Blood. So if anybody likes True Blood, I've watched a season of it. He's in it. He's great. <laughs> um, so she's married <laughs> to him, and her daughter is such a fucking re- like. I get that it's like they're trying to play with this idea that like the daughter's distant from the mother and her coming back from the war and all this stuff. And like I get it. And, like, part of the story for her is her recombining with her child, which is, like, again, a like great arc. Maybe not for this movie. Also, like, not as one mm-hmm. of the side characters in this fucking movie. Um, <laughs> but her daughter, like, goes into her one of her mom's, like, bags. She just literally fucking got off, like, the fucking taxi uh, from, you know, come back from the army and whatnot. And her daughter goes into it, pulls out the night vision goggles. And it's like, are these for me? And she's like, yeah, they were, I, I guess. And the girl's, like, disappointed. <laughs> she's like, mom, you got me a shitty gift from the army. Fuck you. <laughs> like, this fucking bitch. Like again, like, like writers, like there are other ways to show distance between family members, and you kind of do it later, but again, right in a right in your face way. But like, again, this movie doesn't need this plot, but also, you're, you're really bad at showing it. I don't know. Yes, and again, it's just there's so many characters being introduced at this moment, and at this time, we're just like, okay, I want to find out what happened to the alien. I don't care about any of these people because it's so poorly written. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of poorly written, so Pizza Guy um, meets up with. Um, Dallas? Khan, yeah, Dallas, who is his brother, um, and they kind of meet and talk, and he explains what's been going on, and Dallas is just like, all right, we're going to have to get your fucking keys back. And it's a really tense situation where just, like, you can kind of sense that the ex kind of is disappointed in his brother for not standing up for himself or whatever it is at that moment. I kind of took it more yeah. as, like, as like a, don't do something, don't be like me, don't get in trouble. Because he was going to go beat him with a bat. He was going to go beat the, the kids with a bat. That was his oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I was just waiting for, like, the you're not my dad line. And it never came, thank God. <laughs> but, like, I was waiting for that to, like, 
uh, where were you when dad was here or something like that, you know, but never happened. Mm -hmm. It would have fit perfectly in this movie, though. (laughs) Yep. So we get a little bit more of a scary scene where, um, why are they in the, Hmm? someone's in the sewers. Oh, uh. What's going on in the sewers? I think he's just like Uh, checking on the homeless people. Yeah, it's like a wellness check, that sort of thing. Yeah, one of the cops goes down to the sewers um, to do a wellness check, and one of the aliens, um, the facehuggers, kind of scurried down there, and they attack the two homeless people who are living down there and kill them. So we get another body count. Yeah, yeah, got, got some got some humans dying, or got some humans getting mm-hmm. facehugged. And then I love it because like, they get facehugged, and this like woman comes up and is like, I hope you guys save some for me. And like, they, they, <laughs> and, like I love it because like, then the... Uh, we see like a, a warrior. I think I think they're called warriors. I can't remember, but like it's actually interesting between AVP and AVPR. So AVP uses the kind of the aliens with the kind of the smooth dome head uh, that we see in AV, Alien One, but then AVP Two or R uses the kind of ridge top heads we see in uh, Aliens. So the kind of James Cameron design, uh, which I thought was interesting. But uh, we see one of these aliens kind of come up and like go for her, and then like it just gets fucking slapped in the face by by the Predalien. It just like slaps it to get the fuck out of here, and like then the Predalien takes over and like does stuff to her that we learn about later um but i thought that was a funny scene and the predator's like fuck off because <laughs> right. in this movie the predator pre- is kind of the alpha and we can i'll explain what i think is going on with that later um mm-hmm. uh so so tell me are these two homeless people living in the sewers are they described in the omnibus do we get an additional character development from them there's there's no omnibus this shit what are you talking about <laughs> this is avpr <laughs> then again like avp got a novelization which is actually pretty fucking good i'm not gonna lie it had five predators instead of three so actually it, so it expanded the story a little bit more avpr didn't get a book didn't get nothing all it got is like a how the effects were made which was admittedly probably deserved it's the best part of the movie but now nah, there's there's nothing on this movie nobody gives a shit about this movie <laughs> except for us it was going to be doing a uh, i don't know two hour podcast about this shit yeah yeah sure, sure, sure. that's how it goes Woo-woo. all right anyway uh so yeah alien or alien kills him off we get a scene with the predator kind of putting his equipment together and then he also blows up his ship as well mm. um, just to leave no trace and that sort of thing and we get introduced to yet another character at this point do we oh god who yeah with the daughter the little girl. Oh, fucking little girl. The night vision goggle. Yes, the night vision goggle girl. She's just like, ooh, I'm going to play with the night vision goggle, that sort of thing. And we get the idea that army helicopter chick and the daughter and all this. We get introduced to the husband. And yeah, again, I, I, I don't know what to say about this. I really, really don't. Well, it, it's so fucking ham-fisted. They're like, like the the daughter, the dad, the dad and the mom go to put the girl to bed. And, you know, things are kind of awkward. And the mom starts to read the daughter a story. And she's like, I want dad to read it. And mom's like, okay i'll just let's just go fucking kill myself in the back bye (laughs) (laughs) and it's just like what and and dad's like it's all right you can tell her you missed her like oh this is just you acting out against her leaving like no that was just a fucking dick move like (laughs) this daughter's full of dick moves uh yeah that's all the interactions it's fucking dumb again it's it's attempted character development which i appreciate in a movie but like again like i i would argue that dallas and pizza guy are kind of our main characters and she's kind of a side character who pops up pretty often, but like none of the development for this is needed, nor is it really well done um, for a lot of these characters. Mm. Um, like you said, it's padding. I, I, I guess there was, must have been a specific runtime that they had to hit to. Yeah. Well, like, and that's the unfortunate thing. But I will say the thing that I liked, though, I'm kind of hopping back to the Predator kind of finding, he goes back, finds the old ship. The thing I love about it is this, this is, I think the movie shines, is the Predator and kind of showing him like be interesting. Because again, in, Pred- in the movie, the Predator we watched, you didn't really get to see predators being predators. You kind of got to see that one predator who got fucking owned by the other predator. And the other predator was just a fucking CGI mess the whole movie. And here you got to see them as like kind of like technologically advanced. Like he goes into the ship, he looks around, he kind of tracks what happened. He like uses this little cool syringe thing, which I only noticed this time. He uses it to take a sample of the water the facehugger was in and then mm-hmm. puts it into his gauntlet, which then tells his like vision thing to track that DNA signature, which I never noticed before. But I was like, that's fucking great. That's like, that's a detailed mm-hmm. thing. And then he like looks around steal some because once he realizes what's gonna happen he kind of takes some extra weapons and shit and like then you know blows up the ship and i thought that was i thought that scene was great like to me like that's what predators are this kind of thinking species who's technological advance kind of goes around and like does shit yeah you know alien there's kind of driven on base impulse and they're really really fucking good at hunting but predators actually have a brain and they're also very very fucking good at hunting and waiting and using their tools to their advantage mm-hmm. no, no. whereas aliens just kind of swarm them with numbers so exactly like i thought especially after kind of the travesty that was avp like my biggest issue with that like one of my biggest issues is the predators just got fucking trounced like two mm-hmm. predators died to one alien and like 
a five minute span you're like well there's only three of them fuck and this other one doesn't really do anything he just kind of like hangs out like god predators suck um which admittedly in that movie they were like young predators who weren't like good yet and this guy everyone calls him wolf because he's like a lone wolf and he's like off on his own and definitely has seen damage before so like it makes sense but i thought that was a nice kind of change face um yeah and he does have a bunch of badass moments which is great fuck yeah so. mm-hmm. uh, yeah so um and actually then after that you know skipping ahead because fuck some of this other shit um the, the predator one he does actually the thing that i thought also was cool is he goes and finds the bodies of the boy and the dad and he's like oh fuck and these guys got like bursted and he like pulls out this blue liquid and just like fucking melts their bodies destroying the evidence and he does that blue liquid several times throughout the movie too which is nice no it's, it's awesome like, like this idea that he's just going around and it's like oh fuck humans can't have this shit like <laughs> god damn it let me just get rid of this like i, I thought that was a great a great touch um the next day they're fucking at the dock. this is like where they're like Let's see how small town this is. Every fucking character in this movie is in that diner at that moment. The mom, the dad, um, Dallas, the police officer, the woman who lost her husband, another person. Um, everybody's fucking there. And there's a lot of people in this movie. There's a lot of goddamn characters. And they're just like, yeah, we're all having breakfast at the same time. But basically nothing happens there aside from, like you said, they, they, they couldn't find the person, uh, couldn't find the husband uh, guy. They couldn't find the husband who got flayed or the father son and dallas volunteers to go along with the or the sheriff to uh help out essentially and that's that's about that mm-hmm. anything anything important there happened after that not really no i do want to say like why did the predator hang the dad up on the tree what was the purpose of that is that just what they did like i, okay. I kind of thought of it as like like i think it's probably just like what they do but like we never really see predators eat. Nobody ever talked about predators eating. I don't know if it could be that, but it's like what they've done since Predator One and Predator Two. Um, they do harvest like the you know the spine and stuff, and I don't know if that's some kind of a way to drain the blood out before harvesting the spine. I don't think we ever get much info on why that happens in any of the expanded lore, really. Um, yeah, because if you're trying to hide a dead body, like we were talking about earlier, hanging it up by the tree from a branch is probably not the best way to do that. But if it's just something that predators do, I guess. Yeah, that like, makes I, sense. I, I almost think like the, hiding the aliens uh-huh. is because like aliens like are like a a parasite kind of thing and he's like yeah get that shit out but i think he's like yeah i can hang bodies in any fucking place i want you guys will just think it's one of you whatever <laughs> like you'll think it's a serial killer but like chest bursted thing yeah there's some probably material left over there which is a little bad i don't want that shit spreading uh you know maybe trying to maintain canon with the alien universe where aliens don't find humans until like ripley finds them they're kind of like trying to make sure there's no evidence of them existing maybe um but yeah that, that's a good point i actually when i happened i thought the same thing i'm like wait a second why is he doing this uh Maybe he just can't help it. Maybe it's like that impulse and he's like OCD. He's like, fuck, there's a body. I gotta, gotta fucking hang it. Gotta, gotta hang that bitch. <laughs> just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. It's like the Predator in um in the Predator, in the beginning of the Predator, where he like, remember like when uh the, that army, like that group with our main character's part of, like he's hanging that body that he just like killed after his plane crash like two minutes ago. <laughs> he just like, he can't not do it. He's like, I gotta get out of here. But I need to hang this body. And that's what gets him caught. Like, uh-huh. what a fool. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, so after that, um, we hop back to Predator, Wolf. Uh, I'm going to call him Wolf from now on, because why not? Um, he is in the sewers. And I think the sewer scene is probably one of the best scenes in the movie, kind of the money shot. Because um, we saw, you know, we saw earlier uh, homeless guys getting got in the, uh, the sewer. And Wolf, you know, heads down there. And as he's going around, he's throwing all these cool fucking like little, I don't know, triangle things on the wall. You know, what the fuck are those? And he, he's going through. And at one point, he just looks down his wrist watch, and you kind of see that he's, like, mapped out the sewer. So, like, there's one of these little things you throw on the wall, like, at every fucking junction. And he's like, all right, this is good. And just fucking jumps into, the, like, the water and, like, screams, which basically gets all the aliens to come out and come after him. So he basically just, like, sectioned off all the areas mm-hmm. that the aliens were. He, like, there are all these laser traps, essentially, around him. So basically, he set up, like, a, a fighting ring for them to go at it, um, which I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was a cool use of the technology, but also just, like, a cool thing of the Predator being, like, I'm going to take care of you guys because you keep seeing aliens sneak out of the side, like sneak around watching him if he's doing this. And you're like, oh, when are they going to jump him? Yeah, and he does got some great strategy for it too. Like he pushes one of the alien backs and back and then it flies through the lasers and gets cut into many different cubes and that sort of thing. So he sets up the battlefield and he uses it to his advantage, which is really nice and very, very in tune with the Predator character. So He grabs that one and holds it underwater and shoots it with his uh, his pulse rifle or his uh, his his thing. So like it's underwater if the acid doesn't get him. And I was like, ah, oh, you're so fucking smart, man. Like... Um, and it kind of, 
ultimately happens uh it ultimately ends with him getting the scene that like people like apparently asking for action figures of where he grabs like two aliens by the necks and is like he has he has kind of dual uh, shoulder cannons at the time and he's about to blow both their heads off um but then the uh, predalien or the atrocity abomination you call it fucking just smacks him <laughs> he goes fucking flying I think that was the highlight of the movie. Oh, that was a great scene. Definitely. Again, I wish I could have seen most of it because the lighting is just so terrible. I'm sorry to keep bringing this up because literally every fucking person brings this up, but it is like a massive distraction in this movie. It's a huge, huge, huge flaw that was just... Could have been fixed. But anyway, it's frustrating. That's that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a cool scene. I do like it. Yeah. So then we get some more human drama. Uh, pizza guy and blonde girl. Blonde girl admits that uh, she broke up with her boyfriend. Uh, excuse me, she fired him? He was fired. She fired him. That's right. That sort of thing. Who gives a shit? Who does? I mean, the, the fired, the the fired versus the broke up with, definitely. But the uh, actually, oh, I, uh, whatever. The most obvious flirting where she's like, "You were watching me in class." He's like, "The clock was behind you, you fool." <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is pretty authentic to teenagers because teenage boys are awkward as fuck around girls. Dude, this, this... speaking as a former teenage boy by myself. Whoa, you were, you were a teenager? I played a lot of Metal Gear Solid in my basement, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, but she's, like, so, like, into this kid for no fucking reason. She's, like, yeah. she's, like, oh, hey, man, like, what are you doing? Oh, can, can I come up? What you doing? Want to go to the pool with me? Like, uh, what? Uh, you stare at me all the time. Like, it's, like. She likes his extra sausage. I think she was just really Pizza. impressed at the fact that he has a career. I think that's what it was. I think he came in there and she's, like, you have a job. You know, your brother's in prison, but you're still there paying the bills. Look at you. Mm-hmm. I think that's what yeah, it really definitely. was. I think she was turned on by his, like business acumen and desire to actually provide for himself and she's like i can i I can see that my future i guess yeah we get another kill scene where the lady working at the diner who is the wife of the husband and son that got killed at the very very beginning of the movie um they're they're closing up shop at the very end of the night and they all get attacked so the cook dies and then she dies as she goes to investigate it um there is a little bit of a homage where the predator kind of comes in from frame left and then kind of just like slowly goes in towards her face like sigourney weaver in the first alien Mm. but well it's yeah it, it's also hinting at what happens later in the movie a reveal because mm-hmm. that, that is thing uh, part of the, the pred alien is this the pred alien is new to the franchise to a degree in the film uh so it, it has been in comics it's been in, in a i think it was in duel it was in a couple of comics um but this is the first time it's been in film it was also in the games um but this is the first time we see it in film uh and yeah. one of the things that this movie does that a lot of fans are kind of worried about or like a lot of the anger i heard is kind of what the predalien is exactly um we'll, we'll talk about it later what it actually is doing in the film but one thing that happens uh, is this uh if you notice when it kills the cook is it rips out his spine do you see it's doing that kind of off screen you see the corner it's ripping out his spine uh, which is a predator thing right ripping out the spine in the head it's doing that to the mm-hmm. cook after it killed him um mm-hmm. which again which is an interesting thing because it's like oh yeah i get it it was birthed from a predator um, and recently in the comics and the books, um, especially actually in the comic, what is it? Alien vs. Predator, Dust to Dust. No, Aliens, sorry, Aliens, Dust to Dust. This idea that the DNA reflex, the, the fact that it takes the DNA from its host, um, is it linked with memories to a degree? And that was also, I think, in Alien Earth War, Earth High, I think one of the first Alien comics. But this idea that like... See, it, that's it, the kind of diehard super fan shit <laughs> that you bring to this podcast. Like, I never would have caught that. But like, Eddie, like, do, do, what do you think about that as like an idea? About this idea that like... Oh, I love it. I think it's really, really cool. Just like the alien taking on the characteristics and habits of the host mm-hmm. or the, um, you know, whatever mate, I guess you can say. No, I, like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's I think it's really cool, too. But apparently there's been a lot, like a lot of, well, some of the backlash was from that. They're like, oh, why would it do that? That's so stupid. But like, you know, it's 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 just an expansion of the lore. Like, I that's what, like the part of things I think like about this movie are the expansion of the lore in terms of like seeing the, the Predator planet and kind of fleshing out this idea because like, you know, like in Aliens, they talk about oh, did the aliens cut the did the aliens cut the power? Remember, like remember, like when they're in the they're in that kind of room in Aliens, like you know, when the game over man game over scene happens, like the mm-hmm. power gets out. Like shit, did they cut the power? Which would kind of make sense if like you know if the aliens you know retain any kind of like human knowledge, they'd be like oh yeah, fuck. like like they might not know exactly what they're doing, but they'd be like this is helpful and like does it you know like a, a base instinct that's derived from their host would kind of make sense. I feel like. Um, so like i'm not i'm not angry about it i'm i'm fine with any expansion of the lore but apparently a lot of people don't like that um yeah hmm. interesting I, I i guess it must have been one of those things where just like they already hated the movie thus far it's just another thing to complain about yeah not, uh, it's weird so but anyway yeah. uh so this next scene is the 
stupidest fucking jump scare I have ever seen. So they focus on the little girl's bed, and then you see, like, this lump rise up the covers to the very, very front, and then the music gets real loud, and it's just her hand. She's waking up. <laughs> like, they're expecting, like, a face hugger or something crawling up the blanket and attacking her, but no. And then she just reaches out for the night vision goggles. Yep. I hear it. And you know what's so fucking dumb about that? That scene? That scene happens... And like that's that's all that scene is. That scene is that, and that is all. Like literally, my yep. no, my notes are: they go back to diners. Uh, predator kills the girl. Girl takes her goggles, and immediately cuts back to Eddie in Dallas. Yep. That's there's nothing else to do with that scene. It's just like a bam, quick cut. That's, that's literally the entire thing. It's so it's so fucking dumb. Um, yeah. But then but then after that, we get Eddie in Dallas, and he's like, "Yo, man, I need help. Shit's going down. What the fuck's happening?" And Dallas is like, "I got you, bro. I, for some reason, we're friends. It's cool." Um, and then we cut back to to Wolf again, and. Wolf is fucking, like, at the power plant. And again, this is kind of, like, a fun thing. Like, I think it kind of hints... It's a helpful thing for a movie where they're in a town and nobody has any help because the Predator is there fighting the aliens and he just fucking, like, opens fire on them and doesn't know where the fuck he is, so he just blows up, like, the power plant (laughs) in the process. (laughs) Um, Again, this is a great scene I love, too, because I think you get to see the Predator being kind of smart, like, but also being overwhelmed by things, like, kind of showing how their technology is against them. Like, he's in the dark like we all are in the movie. Um, and but this power plant is always light, so it's messing with his vision, and the alien kind of sneaks up on him and gets the jump on him and, like, knocks him down. And he fucking gets wounded. Mm-hmm. He gets, like, a fucking, like, piece of metal through his leg and shit. And, like, oh, that was cool. Like, you know, like, again, like, Wolf survives. Like, Wolf is a big player in this movie. For, uh, and he still, like, fucking takes hits, which I, I thought was awesome. Like, it's, I think that's what mm-hmm. the kind of EVP should have done, the first one, is they kind of make these predators either they're great or they're fucking trash. <laughs> And uh, this movie kind of does the thing of like, yeah, he fucking takes a hit every now and then. More evil and... So he knocks off the power plant and then we cut on over to Pizza Guy and Blonde Girl over in the pool. And they are kind of, once again, Blonde Girl admits that, hey, she is into him for some fucking reason. And does the stupid line where just like, are you looking at me? Or are you looking at the clock? As she's slowly undressing throughout the pool. But then her ex-boyfriend pulls up and they toss him right into the pool while they beat up while she's screaming to stop, 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 that sort of thing. So here's my great question. She, her conversation, she's like, I couldn't decide what bathing suit to wear. And then I'm pretty sure she's just wearing, she's wearing lingerie. Like, I don't think that's a bathing suit. It steps. Yeah, okay, all right. She's wearing her underwear. Yeah, she's just wearing her underwear. But yeah, the weird thing is there's there's no punchline to that. It's just like, I couldn't decide what swimsuit I was going to wear. And then we're just waiting for her to say something. And then that's it. I don't know. Am I, am I, am I that dense? I don't think so. <laughs> and I'm like, and you chose a black top and blue bottoms. <laughs> it looks like your underwear. Is that what you're going for? Are you trying to say so I didn't choose anything at all and decided to go in my underwear? Okay. Yeah, right, like, fine, if, if, that, if that's what you're going for, be a little more clear. Like I just like <laughs> like like with the writing in this movie, I just expected more to be explained to me. Like I, I think it was if it was a better written movie and I expected that kind of like impl- implication, I would have been okay with it. But like this movie isn't that movie, so I was just like, mm-hmm. like talk more about firing. Just like what's what's happening? Here? Go on. I I can I could totally see myself in Pizza Guy's shoes, and then she'd be like, you know, so I couldn't decide what to wear tonight or to go swimming or what sim- swimsuit to pick out. And I could totally see myself just standing there and going, is she into me? <laughs> I think she's into me, but I want to be 100% sure. See, I think I, I went there and I'm like, so, so did you did you want my help p- picking something? Like, <laughs> like, like, I mean, the stores are probably closed right now, but I don't know. Like, I, 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 don't think, I don't think you're wearing a, a bathing suit, but... Oh, oh, like, oh, okay, oh we're, we're having sex. Oh, okay. <laughs> Like, you're into like, me you want the extra sausage pizza okay now we get it see if they had said i'm really into i really like extra sausage then i would have gotten i would have been like ah that's a throwback i get it i get it but yeah but then then so what what happens okay so the guys show up what, what happens when the guys show up the guys show up immediately toss him in the pool like immediately attempt to drown him I love it too because like they come up and they're like, "Oh, you're fucking dead, man!" And like you know, again, blonde guy Dale or something like goes for the the fight, and then again, like he 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 grabs tussles with pizza guy, and they fall in, and then the, his two bros just fall in with him, like <laughs> ride or die, like let's go. <laughs> like, are you are these three guys to like drown a kid? Is that is that your plan? Um, but then as this is happening, the power goes out because the predator blew up the power like a bro. Uh, and I like how they'll just they'll just stop. They're like, "Oh shit, we're gonna murder this kid," but like, power's out. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> and then like 
almost immediately an alien's like powers out let's go and hops in the water mm-hmm. <laughs> um which I, I okay i know this is dumb but like i know i'll play hate on alien resurrection but i love the water scene alien resurrection seeing them kind of swim around and i think studio adi i think they actually used a, a puppet or like a real person i think this is this is really done but it looks so fucking cool the way it swam in the water i just think that's awesome oh yeah and then, like the blood bubbles up in the water and that sort of thing like yeah definitely that'd be that'd be a terrible terrible place to be so mm-hmm but then yeah, they, they get out. One of the one of one of random bros dies. The other two the other two bros are Dale bro and then uh, Pizza Guy get out and they all decide to make a run for the bathroom because the other gate is locked because uh, she didn't fucking tape that one open. She taped the other one open um, and they run away. They try to escape through the bathroom. Uh, they go through a window in the locker room and of course you know there's one bro too many and that bro gets killed, uh, pulled under by the alien. It just fucking blood everywhere. Uh, Gotta keep that body count up. Gotta keep right? it up. Back to girl, you know, you know how earlier the girl grabbed those those uh, those goggles, and we're like, wow, what a fucking weird scene. Yes. Don't worry, they totally pay it off when the girl screams. Uh, you know, cut back after all the shit. The girl screaming, uh, and the dad and the mom coming like, what's going on? The girl's like, there's a monster outside my room, and the dad's like, you fucking idiot, shut the fuck up. And he goes oh, to yeah. uh, he goes to the door, and he's like, there's clearly nothing here. And in the uh, the most like predictable jump scare ever, alien smashes through the door and just fucking starts mauling the dad, and the dad's like, go and. <laughs> But what, what what happens back at the diner? Do you remember when the woman goes back into the diner? Uh, yes, and we find out that the lady who um, got attacked in the Sogoi Rebuer homage scene where the alien's staring, you know, left at her is actually implanted with uh, facehuggers and they explode out of her stomach, which is the first time this has happened in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's actually it's actually the first time canonically, like I think in any media, where more than one alien came out. But anyway, yes, yeah, so that happens. And now here comes the graveyard scene. Uh, graveyard scene. So the mom and her daughter, and I, I don't really remember who this other character is. Who's this other Just character? Random ass guy. Okay. Fucking random guy with a gun. Random guy with a gun. Yeah, because I, I remember looking at this and it was like, has he been introduced before? Like, have we? do we know about him? That sort of thing. And If he has, I didn't pay attention. Yeah. So anyway, he's just like, I'm. if I'm going out, I'm going out fighting, blah, 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 blah. And then he immediately kind of like stands up to attack the predator and just immediately gets get shot. And we have the, you know, triple red laser sight on him, that sort of thing. His head fucking explodes. Um, and that's what you fucking get for going up against the predator. While that's happening, uh, Dallas and Pizza Boy and Yeah, basically, girl... just like all the characters meet up at this point. All the surviving yeah, characters. Yeah, they're... <laughs> I bet, yeah. they all meet up, uh-huh. and they all go to a gun shop. They get some guns. Don't, uh, don't, don't try they're... and name them all. You'll lose your mind. <laughs> yeah, no, I really will. <laughs> they, they go there. They steal guns, cause, and they're like, is this okay to steal guns during a alien infestation? They're like, yeah, probably. Uh, so they, they go steal guns and all the shit. Um, there are two guys there smoking pot, uh, and, you know, uh, aliens attack. Those two guys get blown up by the Predator. The predator shows up, um, and basically, Predator destroys them all. And they're like, "All right, we gotta get fucking out of here." But the takeaway here is they end up stealing a radio, and they end up taking this radio uh, to call some lieutenant guy. No, some military dude. Yeah, yeah and basically, are like, "Shit's going down, man. Your military's fucking dead. We need to get out of here." And the guy's like, "Oh, uh, that's cool. Just go to the center of town. We'll send you a pickup." And they're like, "Oh, that's convenient. Thanks, bro." He's like, "No problem, bro." Well, well, there's some backlash at that front where it's just like, well, why are we going to the center of town? You know, that's where all the predators and aliens and all the shit are and all of that yeah. back and forth. So there is a little bit of push back and push forward. And I, I love it. So when I saw this movie in theaters, um, it was me, my buddy, and like four people in the theater. And 2000, what time was this? 2000 something? Uh, 2007. Yeah, okay. yeah, so end of, the, end of the Bush's second term. Uh, you know, and when they're like, why would the government lie to people? Jeez. Literally fucking everybody burst out laughing. Like the eight people that were there were just like... I had that in my notes, too. It was just like, yeah, no, no. Mm-hmm. It, it was a way, great way to tell how people were feeling about the government at that time. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, just just great great little snapshot there. Um, but basically, yeah, so they, they ended up... Um, military woman... I have to name the names. Military woman, Dallas, pizza guy, his girlfriend... And they're like, yo, let's go, uh, let's go to the hospital because they have medevac there. So they have a helicopter. That's a better choice than going to the fucking center of town. So they go their way. Um, sheriff and wife gar- uh, of Hunter Guy go to the center of town because they're like, no, fuck you guys. We're good. Kind of that scene in The Happening. I think something like that happens in The Happening. Um, uh-huh. And so that, that happens. Um, and then we kind of cut to uh, the hospital that they're going to. And Predalien, like, sees the hospital and, like, sees all these pregnant women going to the hospital and is like, oh, hello. 
And uh, uh, we get the scene where basically the Predalien goes into the maternity ward after like being in the air with all his babies. And I don't know if it implies that he kills them, but he just goes up to all these pregnant women and starts like sticking his tongue down their throats, essentially. Yes. And that's, I, I feel this was one of the more effective scenes in the movie because the, the, the sexual violence has always been kind of like an undertone to the Alien series in terms of that. And then in a maternity ward where they're physically forcefully impregnating these pregnant women and causing these aliens to burst out of their stomachs, like that, that is very uncomfortably alien at this point. And mm-hmm. I, I, I did know this movie did get a fair bit of criticism for this in terms of just like oh the girl went too far but i was just like have you have you never seen an alien movie before like right? maybe it was just avp before yeah, you know maybe like I, but like and, and also this movie also got a lot of flack from the fan community again because again these multiple chest bursters and this predalien like impregnating directly without without a face hugger mm-hmm. and that, that was a lot of the, the anger um and and here's here's my theory because this is this is my theory okay because this this predalien is fucking beefy as shit um and it's also pretty big and like it looks kind of it has almost like a crown at the back of its head so my so you're saying it has too much testosterone too much testosterone but also (laughs) i think i think it's actually a queen i think it's a i think it's a a what they call like the praetorian which is like a precursor to a queen in the video games we haven't really seen too much in other media uh but basically the the idea being that this was originally a solo alien by itself and that like it molted into a it's molting into a queen and as a result, it's stronger, but also it has the ability to basically start a hive. Mm-hmm. So it's like building a hive as quickly as it can without having to use like a, you know, have eggs, have face hugger. It's kind of jumping that step to kickstart a hive, essentially. But that, that, that's my theory, which is why I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we're approaching the finale at this point, mm-hmm. And it kind of all just kind of moves on over to the hospital. Everyone kind of congrat- uh, moves together there, um, gets together at this point. Um, and this is where we see several of the characters dying off back and forth. So blonde girl gets cut in half by the predator. She basically is caught in the crossfire in a fight between the predator and the alien. And she gets cut in half and pizza guy just gets really, really, really angry about it and chases the two of them down who basically don't give a shit about him. And they fight each other and they eventually fall down through an elevator shaft to continue their fight. Hmm. What do so. you, you think about the death of Jesse? About like... I, I was I was surprised when that happened. I thought that was like, what the yeah. fuck? Like that was like yeah, that came out of fucking nowhere. Like I love it because she just fucking bolts out and like predators throws little shuriken things at the aliens, cuts their heads off, and just flies through. And then you see Jesse running and just boom pinned to the wall. No, I love that because you know he, the predator is just hyper focused at this point. He has enemies. He's going to go ahead and kill them. And then she just runs right into the battlefield, and that's that. So yeah, well, then she, like, she's fucking down the way. She's not even like anywhere near him. She's like way at the end of a hallway. <laughs> just mm-hmm. like gets got. And it's like oh fuck. Like yeah. I thought that was awesome because I thought like you know I hate, again the romance is fucking stupid. It was dumb, and it was great. There's like oh there's that character gone. And you're like oh fuck. <laughs> like I thought she was gonna. I thought she was a lifer, but nope, gone. I thought that was great. Um, but yeah, 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 tackles, tackles him down there. Um, and let's see what happens after that. Um, oh, gosh. Um, so at this point, yeah, they keep escaping through the hospital, alien and predator fight. We get an implication from the army colonel or whatever his deal is, is that they're really not going to save them. They're going to nuke the place and bomb the hell out of it so nothing escapes. So they're pulling a raccoon city at this point. To be completely fair, though, that is not an uncommon horror movie trope to just oh, nuke no. the shit out of everything. I mean, you know... Um, Oh shit! Um, oh god, not Night of the Living Dead, but the pseudo sequel to it, the, the with the spin-off series. Uh, Night of the Living Dead? No, Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living yeah, Dead. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. The Return series. Yeah, Return of the Living Dead. That was that. They do like um, three times in that movie. Yeah, in, in, in those movies. You know, also, you know, it's also how they got tried to get rid of Doomsday and Superman versus Batman. Uh, okay. You know. Yeah, it's a fairly common trope, but the surviving people um, escape on the helicopter. And we do get our final climactic battle between Alien and Predator. They all get away. Um, Dallas almost, you know, does a heroic sacrifice, but then Wolf shows up and is like, I got this shit. Um, and so Dallas gets on the helicopter. They all fly away. Wolf and uh, the Predalien have a great fight. He, like, cuts off his tail with uh, with his, like, whip. He rips out the Predalien's tongue. Predalien stabs him. He stabs the Predalien through his, the head with his gauntlet. The, you know, the bomb comes and explodes. What, and actually, I have a question for you. What do you think about that fight between the Predator and the Alien at the end? Like, I thought that fight was kind of bad. Yeah, I, I completely agree in terms of just, like, it was not very good, and it's very anticlimactic either because it gets cut short where it's just the nuke goes off and they kind of just evaporate into nothingness, which, yeah. you know, could have been done well, but I just... 
it doesn't showcase how terrifying the alien is, the pure, raw, animalistic quality of it, and it doesn't exemplify the predator's advantages in terms of the hunting and all of that good stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, what, I feel like it, it kind of fucked up the one thing that Alien vs. Predator 1 did right, is they had that, like, they had that throwdown battle between the alien and the predator, you know, like, fucking grabbed by tail and flipped him around and shit. And this is, the, this is, like, the climactic battle. And, like, it was literally, like, I think part of it is because the, pre- the Predalien prosthetic is just so fucking, like, bulky they could just kind of slash yeah, back they're and basically forth. just on top of each other and then they're, they're like boxers they're just like on top of each other and they're basically just wailing at each other with their fists or their fangs or whatever it is but they're not you know moving around they're not flanking each other it's not a big thing it's just like bam they smush up against each other and then just go at it no i, I completely agree yeah. I, I thought it was dumb too that wolf like did the honorable thing and like took off his mask and shit like did like the like mm-hmm. i'm gonna drop all my weapons and it's like Bro, your entire mission here the entire time was to eradicate any fucking evidence of this shit, and you're going to waste it now? You're going to be like, nah, man, I'm going to have a <laughs> fist fight with this bitch. And it's like, but, but why? Like, like, at least take a knife. It has, like, fucking fangs and shit. Like, at least take a knife. Like, like, I, like it makes sense in, 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 uh, in The Predator when he does that because, like, he does it because Arnold Schwarzenegger has no weapons and is a fucking flesh human. And he's like, mm-hmm. all right, bro, let's go fist to fist. Yeah. Then Arnold cheats, and never fucking Arnold cheats. Uh, but you know, like it, it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense. Like you just blew away thousands of aliens just because this one is what you guys like this gross thing. Just because it's that, you're like, all right, let's let's go toe to toe. Like it doesn't make sense. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, so Nuke goes off. Both Wolf and the alien get vaporized. Uh, no more of that. And we cut to the surviving characters who crash in the helicopter because of the explosion. And the U.S. Army comes out out and basically, after a little bit of a tense standoff, rescues them. And that is nearly the end of the movie. But we do get a post-credit stinger. Do you want to talk about that one? Yeah, okay, yeah. So we get this post-credit stinger, which again, as a young child who was not really that young, 2008, I was in high school, I guess. Uh, you know, uh, there's a stinger where at the end, uh, Corporal, what the fuck his name is, is walking in down this place i don't know what he is and he goes into a seedy uh kind of corporate room and is like oh miss utani i got this thing for you and she's like ah the world's not ready for the technology and they reveal that they got the gun uh that dallas had and a belt buckle it looks like i'm the fuck it looks like there's a fucking seat belt buckle beneath it i don't know what the fuck i kept like, <laughs> like is, that, is that is that a seat belt buckle i don't fucking know maybe they just thought it was cool uh, which is teasing at oh my god you miss utani wayland was in the last movie wayland utani holy shit so cool, but also who the fuck cares? Like, um, this wasn't getting a sequel. Um, yes. I, I, I will say, the one thing is, um, the people who directed it, their plan apparently was, they apparently really didn't want to make this movie necessarily. They wanted to make the third movie, which is going to be actually going back into space and colonial marines and, like, humans versus predators and aliens in space, like, kind of like the comics are and shit. So, like, that would have been kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's one thought I had in my notes is just because the original plan for Alien 3 wasn't for it to be in the prison planet. It was originally supposed to be like aliens arrive on Earth and you see like aliens attacking New York City and shit like that. And we kind of get that with this one. It's just a small town. Yeah. And now that I think about it, it's just like it. it, it this this movie was boring. <laughs> no, it, well, I get why I did it in a small town because if it happened in like fucking New York City, like we're fucking we're just screwed because there's so many fucking people yes. there. And I, I, I uh-huh. get that like the isolation, but it's just kind of it's like every every horror movie with an a- epidemic takes place usually like in a small town. Um, but yeah, no, it was just kind of it was it was dumb. Like it, it is weird because like I think they could have used like I don't know, like almost the haunted house elements of being in a small town to its advantage with the alien and the predator, and they just don't. Like, there could have been a slow burn aspect to the aliens and shit, which could have been kind of cool. And they just fucking don't try. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, I, I know. I think it's dumb. But, yeah, so, you know, o- overall, Dan, impressions, thoughts, loves, hates, poop. Again, the worst thing a horror movie can be is boring, even if it's bad, which, let's admit it, a lot of the movies we review on this podcast are objectively bad, but they're still fun to watch. Like, they're mm. really, really good. But I just, this movie was boring. Like, I didn't care about any of the characters. I feel both the alien and the predator were underutilized. I wish I knew as much about these universes as you do, because then I'd be able to catch the little references here and there and that sort of thing. But I don't know. You said you like this better the second viewing than the first viewing, though, right? No, yeah. I think this is the most enjoyable viewing I've had of it. 
but I think part of the reason is like you were saying you can't understand the characters. I think I spent so long trying to deal with the characters in my mind. Like, you know, like I think other previous watch throughs, I tried to like, you know, you know, you know, I me mean, like I fucking, you know, love, love curls and stuff and the lost pasture. I, I tried to synthesize the characters and I just fucking didn't try this time. I was like, fuck you guys. And like, when you don't think of them and you think of them as simply like the movies about Wolf and the humans are just kind of give a little information about them. So, you know, when they die, it could be kind of sad or whatever. Then it's a slightly better movie. Like, like a, I think a good AVP movie has predators as the main characters. That's what the good comics really do is the predator is kind of like a heroic character and like a main character to a degree. Mm-hmm. And this tried that, which I think was good, but didn't fully commit to it. And so as a result, there's all this fucking stupid human shit because they want humans to die. They want there to be stakes. Like, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the worst part. Like it's, it's like Transformers, except that like the one thing I think this thing does better than Transformers is I almost feel like it knows the characters don't matter. And so like, I don't feel like it, like I, I kind of feel like they didn't push them on me too much. It didn't feel like Shia LaBeouf, like, look at me being the hero. Like <laughs> Dallas and, and Pizza Boy, like you could completely ignore them and nothing would change in the movie and you wouldn't feel like they're shoved in your face. You'd be like, oh look, it's, 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 a, it's a character, cool. Yeah, you know? humans absolutely have no bearing on the plot whatsoever. Yeah, which is, it's a bad writing, but kind of nice. If you like, I don't know, I just kind of shut my mind off to the humans and it was enjoyable. Um, I know that there's somebody, <laughs> like some people have cut this movie to be like 40 minutes long and they it's just like the wolf cut and it's they cut out all the human parts and it's just wolf going around doing his shit. Hmm. And like, I'd watch that. Like, again, like I, what, that, what that tells me to a degree though is that they trust the predator enough in this movie. Like, they, they, I think it's a step forward from Ellen vs. Predator where if there are 40 minutes of this movie that you can tell a story with or that you can take that just had the Predator and the Alien in them, that's actually pretty good. That's a lot of creature feature for a film like this. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this special long episode for Alien Day. We will go ahead and post to social media what our next film is once we decide to figure out exactly what it is. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye.